0: House, April sixth, two thousand and twenty. Everybody, of course, in my house is welcome. But it is my house and my rules, and we're gonna play by them. But I want to start the broadcast off today. How about that new theme music I got now, huh? Got a little theme music. I figured if I'm gonna do a podcast, I better do it right. Put a couple of shows on Facebook here, a couple of practice shows, if you will, but. If you're just now listening, this will be my very first official launch into the podcast world. It took me a little while to figure out how to do this thing. I figured I'd go online and do a little research to find out how to do it right. I actually came across this guy uh, named Pat Flynn. He's very helpful. A lot of tutorials, a lot of YouTube videos showed us how to do it. Uh, So if you ever are thinking about doing a podcast, I would suggest checking out his website. Does an excellent job and really does give a lot of good tips. Um, He's been doing it for a long time, so I do appreciate that. But I do, of course, as always, like to start out with what's going on in the country. The coronavirus, of course, is something that we cannot escape, and I have a bad feeling we will not be escaping it for a very long time. And the reason why we're not going to escape it for a long time is because of the response by the President of the United States to this coronavirus. So far, as of this recording, there is no stay-at-home order for the entire country by the President. 41 of the 50 states have decided that they were going to implement their own. There are 9 who have decided... ...that they're going to keep their states open. Not shockingly, all nine states have Republican governors. I don't know if that's a coincidence. I'm pretty sure it's not. But nine states have decided... ...states are still open for business... ...even though experts in the medical field... ...have said the best way to get rid of this virus... ...is to shut down. Just shut down. And we will get rid of this quicker... Now, is it going to be uncomfortable for a while? Yes. Will you have to stay home for a little while and not do the things you normally do? Yes. This sucks for everybody. It sucks for me. It sucks no matter who you voted for, no matter what. It sucks for all of us. Nobody wants to be in this position and nobody wants to go through it. But we're here. So how do we get through it as quickly as possible? Well... All the experts say, shut it down. Shut everything down unless you are truly essential. And when I say truly essential, of course, we're talking about people who provide food and, of course, medical emergencies. Outside of that, I'm not really sure why anybody would be not following doctor's orders. I have heard many stories of people who have decided that they do not need to follow these rules and i'm not exactly sure why other than maybe it's because it's some sort of defiant stance it's what they think is against the left or or some political stance because donald trump still refuses to acknowledge this as the pandemic that it really is. Now, he is starting to come around a little bit, but without stay-at-home orders for the entire United States, it tells me that there's still a part of him that is not treating this in the manner that I believe most other presidents, whether you were Democrat or Republican, would have. I don't care who else was elected. I think we are talking about a very unique situation with this president there's an agenda here that nobody can explain other than him well except for the people he has gotten to fall in line for him which is a lot of people it is shocking but there are a lot of republican congressmen who have fell straight in line with whatever this guy says and they are willing to go down in flames with him. Because as of right now, it appears as if we're going down in flames. And it sounds maybe like an overreaction, but I have a horrible feeling that we have not seen the worst of what's about to come because of this virus and because of the reaction to the virus. I I really do believe that. And people think that I am rooting against Donald Trump. I am not rooting against Donald Trump in this particular instance. Especially, it's going against my own interest. I work in the retail industry. So, rooting against Donald Trump would go against my interest. In the same way, voting for Donald Trump goes against your interests. But we'll talk about that later. Right now, it's the response... That a lot of people are talking about. And people are starting to come around to seeing that we don't have a true leader right now. We do not have a guy who has our best interest. I really don't think we do. Either this guy is just completely clueless or he has some agenda that we just don't know about. I've talked to people many times about the response to this virus. And nobody can really give me a good defense for Donald Trump on how he's responded to this. Now, there are clear facts of how poorly he's responded to this. There are some documented facts that show that he's just handled this possibly in the worst way he could. Let's go back. Starting on January 22nd, there was one reported case of the coronavirus in the United States. He was quoted as saying that we have it under control and it's going to be just fine. Now, maybe on January 22nd with one reported case, we may have all said that. So we'll give him a pass there. On February 10th, there was 11 reported cases. He says, it'll go away in April. We're in great shape. I believe that might have been his... Warm weather will cure this thing, so don't worry about the warm weather's coming. On February 26th, we were at 57 reported cases. He says in a couple of days we'll be close to zero. February 27th, 58 reported cases. Coronavirus will disappear like a miracle, he said. February 28th, the next day, 60 reported cases. Coronavirus is the Democrats' new hoax. The Democrats' new hoax. They created the coronavirus so they can win an election in November. It's basically what he was saying. Every time something goes against this guy, he yells out hoax or fake news, and he knows he's got an army of people behind him to believe it. March 4th, 149 cases. People recover by going to work. He said that on a Fox News interview and then later went on to deny that he said it. But he definitely said people recover by going to work. March 6th, 262 cases. Anybody can get tests and they're perfect, which is a bizarre way of describing a test for an international pandemic by saying that the tests are perfect. Never heard anything like that before in my life. In that same interview, he went on to say that He knows a lot about this stuff because his uncle taught at MIT. On March 7th, he was golfing. On March 8th, he was golfing more with 518 reported cases. And at that time, 21 deaths. March 13th, they asked him what kind of responsibility he takes for this reaction and, and for what's going on with 518 reported cases. That were, uh, that were reported and 21 deaths at the time, or 47 deaths. He says he doesn't take responsibility at all. And then soon, you can find a test at a Google website, which was, I believe, being headed up by Jared Kushner. Wow. On March 16th, with 4,632 reported cases and 85 deaths, they asked him on a scale of 1 to 10 how his response was, and his said, of course, I don't know why anybody would be surprised by this, his response was, our response is a 10. The very next day, with 6,421 reported cases and 108 deaths, he says, we've done a fantastic job. Four days later, March 21st, the number of reported cases in the United States within four days, rose to 25,489 with 307 dead. He said, if he had two or three months, we could have done much better. He did have almost two months to the day when he was initially told. And now here we are on March 21st in this timeline, 307 dead. Three days later, the number almost, ah, it more than doubles to 53,740 cases reported and 706 deaths, more than double. He says, we're doing fine. Try reopening by Easter. Now, the numbers are clearly going up and not up just a couple thousand. They are now doubling as the days are going on doubling from March 17th to March 24th. You went from 6,421 reported cases to 53,740 and from 108 dead to 706 dead. That's within a week. March 25th, now reported cases are 65,778 with 942 dead. We've done one hell of a job, he said. Very next day. 83,836 reported cases, 1,209 dead. I don't believe you need that many ventilators, he said. Three days later, 140,886 reported cases with 2,467 dead. He says, between 100,000 and 200,000 dead, we've done a very good job. Those were the projections. So we are now in a state where if we have 100,000 to 200,000 Americans die, doing a good job. Now, this is coming from the same guy that two months ago said they've got it under control. Everything's fine. This has become a serious problem. Now, the other problem beyond just the response is the response of the American people. The American people are not fully taking the proper precautions they need to take in order for this thing to go away there seems to be some sort of defiance here and is it political is it just because they hate staying at home what is the reason why would anybody defy what makes this thing go away people are still going out People are still doing things that they don't need to be doing. And why? Our governor here shut down the state. But I think it's kind of more of a wink-wink kind of thing. Because I don't see anybody patrolling this. Now, I know we are Americans, and we don't want to have to live like prisoners in our own home. I get it. I don't want to have to do it either. But I want this thing to go away. And it's not going away until we do what's right, until we do what we're supposed to do to make this thing go away. How is this so difficult? Because the more we keep defying what the people who have been through things like this before, the more we keep defying them, the longer this is going to go on. And the longer this goes on, the way worse this is going to be for us economically. So I do want everything to go away soon. I really do. Because if anybody knows me, I love my sports. And I cannot watch sports. I also like to place a few wagers on these games every once in a while. And I'm unable to do that. I missed out on the NCAA college basketball tournament. I'm missing out on opening day of baseball, which kills me because I am a monster baseball fan, huge baseball fan. You know how people love football in this country? I love it too. I love baseball just as much. Maybe at times a little bit more. Depends on how my teams are doing. But I want to get back to normalcy too. I take Vegas vacations twice a year. That ain't happening right now. I can't go to Vegas. I can't, I can't, listen, I can't go to a bar have a beer, and watch a game because one guy ate a bat in China. Can you really think about that? There's one guy. He ate a bat in China, and now every American can't do anything. This is insane, and I want it to go away. I'm rooting for Donald Trump in this particular moment, but I think it's too late. It's too late. He waited too long. This would be sort of like being in the fourth quarter of a game and you're down 65 to nothing and then you finally ran a great play to score a touchdown i don't know anyway i like i said i do like my sports there really isn't a whole bunch of sports in the news we have the nfl draft coming up which i'm excited about i just saw recently that donald trump met with a lot of the commissioners of all the sports to kind of talk to them And there is hope that the NFL season will open on time. Well, at least that's what they're saying. But I have some horrible news for anybody that wants to hold on to that hope. The horrible news is it's not up to Donald Trump. It's not even up to the commissioners. It's up to the coronavirus and how we respond to it and how quickly we get rid of this thing. That's what it's up to. Now, I'm okay with... Putting that news out there because people do need hope and people love football in this country. One thing, if they lost out on football, they would lose their minds. So, giving that hope is okay. But unfortunately, if we look at the reality of it, it's not up to them. And I really do hope we are able to get through this thing in the next couple months. All projections show that we are not even close. Not even close. That's concerning. But you got... Possibly the NBA playoffs are still going to go on without any crowd. They might play it all in one venue. Which, that would be good. It'll at least give us something. Baseball's considering playing without any fans. Which, for me, would be fantastic. I mean, I'll take anything at this point. There... I mean... Well, maybe not anything cuz apparently now the the sports is watching I don't know, two NBA players play each other in PlayStation or something like I I don't need that. That doesn't excite me. I and maybe it's something to kind of get your mind off something but that one's not working for me. I'm going to need a little bit more than that. There's some virtual NASCAR and stuff like that. I don't know, maybe maybe it'll help a few people but I need the real stuff. I need real sports. I need something to gamble on every once in a while. But I don't think we're going to get any of that stuff. We're not going to get any of the real stuff until we decide to take the proper steps and do everything we can to make sure this thing goes away as quickly as possible. This thing, of course, the coronavirus. It's not fair to any of us. People are losing jobs. People are... Short on money. You know, I was reading recently that a lot of the mortgage companies will forgive up to three payments on your mortgage. If you have a mortgage, they'll forgive up to three payments. But the caveat to it is you have to take those three payments. And after three months is up, you have to pay those three payments plus your regular mortgage. So you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, if you're out of a job and let's say your mortgage is a thousand dollars a month, after 90 days, you got to pay four grand. How are you going to do that? How's anybody going to do that? That makes no sense. And this is something because it's something that had nothing to do with them. Much like back in, in 2008, when we went through some of the worst financial times we, uh, at least we've seen through the horrible recession that was of nobody's fault other than, well, maybe some people can take some responsibility on that one. Got a little bit starry-eyed, took on mortgages that they really couldn't afford, but at the same time they were sort of duped by the mortgage brokers at the time. I don't think the mortgage brokers had any idea really what they were doing at the time other than just putting them on mortgages that would get done and putting them on mortgages that would make them the most money. They had no idea what was coming. Most people didn't. The great movie, the big short about people who knew that this was coming. And, you know, again, sometimes when you hear people who know what they're talking about, sometimes you should just listen. But, you know, money rules all, greed rules all, a lot in this country. And I thought that maybe we learned a valuable lesson back during the last recession. But the reason why we aren't shutting down America fully right now is because of money. And it's because of greed. And that's it. It, This is just my opinion is that the longer this goes on, the worse it's going to be for the people staying open. It's going to get worse. It just, it's almost so clear. It's, it's the handwriting on the wall that nobody's reading. Well, some people are reading, but the most important people are not reading it. They're going to be defiant. They're going to show us. Maybe it's Donald Trump has said to himself, I'm gonna, this is a gamble, and I'm willing to roll the dice. Because if this does go away in a month, he'll come out smelling like roses. Give him a huge boost coming in November. But if it continues going the way it is, how anybody would vote for this guy, please explain. Really, and I'm not talking about just the, the Fox News talking points or just please explain to me what facts you have. That make you feel good about voting for him if this continues on the way it is. Quite frankly, I don't see how you could possibly think about voting for him now. Just looking at the response to this, other than that you are just so on board and in the tank for Donald Trump, I I can't explain I, I can't figure out for the life of me why you'd vote for him. Hey, listen, I'm willing to listen to anybody who's got valid points on why Donald Trump's doing a great job and why you should vote for him again. Now, it's going to be very, very, very difficult to convince me, but I'm willing to listen. But I don't want to hear just the same Fox News talking points. I don't want to hear what Sean Hannity has to say. I want to hear what you actually think and what your research is. On it other than just talking news or talking points from Fox News. Now, people say to me, No, where do you get your news from? How come your news is always so smart, mine's always so dumb? Well, I'll research pretty much anything, whether I like it or I don't like it. I don't subscribe myself to one channel or just one set. I'll tell you, you know what I used to listen to all the time? I used to listen to a conservative radio station on uh, satellite radio all the time. I used to, that's, that's where I would get my source of news from the right. I stopped listening after Donald Trump because it just really— Now, now it doesn't even—it's not even worth it now because it's just so ridiculous. Because it's almost, it's almost state TV, state radio, if you will— propaganda, which Fox News has always been propaganda, but now it's just beyond ridiculous. Where they used to sort of kind of take facts and twist them, now they'll flat just lie to your face and not care. So I used to listen to that all the time. You know, I get my news from a a lot of different sources. The New York Times, the Washington Post, Still are legitimate newspapers and still legitimate sources. Don't let anybody ever tell you differently. That is ridiculous if they do. Meet the Press, I'll watch. Now, I certainly have my left-leaning shows. Bill Maher, I watch all the time. And people will go, oh, Bill Maher, Bill Maher. But I'll tell you one thing about Bill Maher. Bill Maher has a panel. And Bill Maher also has a panel of people on there that are from the right and from the left. And Bill will listen to their views. And if he agrees with them, he agrees with them. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I like the approach. But I get the sense that people on the right will only listen to what Fox News has to tell them. I guess there's a new channel, this OAN, which is apparently makes Fox News look like the BBC. BBC. This OAN is a channel full of cuckoo clocks, like mental ward patients, apparently. I can't say for sure because I haven't seen it, but I've seen clips and I've heard a few of the personalities on there. And also they're allowing this propaganda channel into the White House press briefings to ask questions. And Donald Trump calls on him all the time. Oh, he loves OAN. You know why? Because they're nice to me. They're nice. The President of the United States determines who's nice or mean to him. Wow. You'd have to question somebody's leadership when they determine whether or not somebody is nice or mean to you. My God. Anyway, so... As of now, America is still partially open for business. I really want to get back to life as usual. I want to go back out. I want to watch my sports, I want to go out and meet out with my friends, I want to go to the movies. I want to go to Vegas. I want to do all this stuff. I do. I want to talk about some sports. I want to talk about, you know, some things we might be able to throw a few, a few bucks on. I like talking gambling. I am a gambler. I like to gamble. I have fun with it. I'm not a degenerate or anything. I know how to control myself. I promise you all my bills are paid before I make any bets. But I like to do it. I have fun. And, you know, this would have been... Tonight would have been the NCAA championship game. Missing out on that. Probably would have had a wager on it. Probably would have met my friends up at the alehouse. Watching the game, having a few drinks, and doing what Americans do. But right now we can't. Some people are still trying to. Listen, I've said before, I appreciate people's religion. I'm not a religious guy. But people who go to church are insisting on still going. And it's out of some defiance in a way. But I I do understand how church can be helpful for people in times like this. So I get it. But right now, it's just not the place. You understand why, right? Not because we're going against your religion or anybody's going against your religion. It's because it's a place that crowds a lot of people in. The CDC, medical experts, everybody says that's the worst thing you can do right now. Be in a place where you're crowded in together. The worst thing you can do. No, you ain't stopping my church. No, we're not trying to stop your church. I think it's cool people go to church and, and congregate together all for the same reason. But right now, maybe you have a virtual church. You know, get together with some people. Get on Skype and do it together. But stay away from churches. And what's this? I'm reading about these cruises too. Why are people still on cruises right now? This is... I tell People ask me if I'd be... I, I'm not doing no cruise. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Too many stories of them being stranded in the middle of the ocean and the toilets are backing up and there's no... I, I would jump right off that ship and start swimming to shore. I, I wouldn't care. It, you, I wouldn't care how far away I was. I'd take the chance. And now we have a cruise that's docked down in South Florida where people can't get off of it because of the coronavirus. Why are you taking a cruise, and why are cruises still even running? You know, every time I try to just kind of start going towards the end of the show, I want to start leaving on a positive note. But something screwy always comes into my head, and I can't, I can't get it out. It's because people just, nah, they don't want to listen. Start listening. Start doing the right thing, please. Let's end this thing so we can get back to normal. It's that simple. Is it going to be a pain for a little while? Absolutely. But we have to do it because this has to go away and I have to get back to normal. I just have to. When I come on here, I don't want to have to talk about the coronavirus every day. And I know I don't have to. are you going to talk about right now? Yeah, okay. I guess there are some things you could talk about and I will and we'll get our minds off this thing. But for right now, I don't, eh, I don't even know why I'm saying it because nobody cares. Just stay home. Don't leave your house if you don't have to. Then we get back to normal. That's it. Okay, let's wrap this one up for now. I do appreciate everybody listening. This is actually my first official launch into the podcast world so if you could download it make some comments share it if you can I really would appreciate it if you have any particular topics you want to discuss or if you want to leave some comments about today's show I certainly would love to hear them so again I appreciate everybody listening I'll be back soon and we'll be talking more and I hope everybody has a wonderful day stay safe stay home talk to you soon